0: guess what pelicans aren't going anywhere plus updates from training camp and a couple of things that annoyed me recently that we saw including one from anthony davis let's get into it in today's episode of locked on pelicans you are locked on pelicans your daily new orleans pelicans podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome to another edition of Locked on Pelicans, the daily and free podcast covering everything you want to know about your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday. Thank you very much for tuning in and for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast and again available on YouTube if you want to watch it there this is a great show I'm excited about today we were going to talk about training camp then some fun stuff came up that actually pissed me off in in a fun way like come on to Stan Van Gundy and Anthony Davis we'll cover that in the third segment of today's show and we'll talk about Willie Green the offensive principles that he's trying to instill on this team as they start training camp this week but first and foremost the Pelicans don't seem to be going anywhere. NOLA.com is running an expose, a couple of pieces, talking about the succession plan for Gail Benton. The first couple of parts of that dropped yesterday. We're going to get more about the Pelicans later today or tomorrow, uh, and we'll talk about that. But look, if you're someone who's been worried if they were going to lo- uh, leave, if you heard all those Lakers fans, those Lonzo Ball fans calling the team a poverty franchise, all of that stuff, you tell those haters to suck it. Because I don't think this team's going anywhere, and we're going to get the plans specifically behind it. But we'll talk about that in the beginning of today's show as well. So a lot to cover in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans, brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. So, the big story really is the succession plans of Gail Benson. It doesn't get much bigger than this. This trumps kind of everything, including the Zion surgery and injury, training camp. If you are a fan of this franchise, or the Saints too, and you've been worried that they might leave, and people tell you, oh, they're going to move to Seattle, or someone who just, I don't know, doesn't like the team for whatever reason, wants to come at you for no reason at all, they're likely going to go with, oh, the team's going to move, poverty, franchise, I've heard all of that, right? Those people got nothing anymore. Doesn't matter. Tell them to to screw off. Basically, this is an organization that sounds like they have very clear succession plans. It was detailed about the Saints at NOLA.com yesterday. Basically, they will be sold at a certain point, or at least the Saints will be sold. And they're going to basically tie the team to New Orleans so that they can't move the new owners can't move the team. It sounds like for the Saints, it'll be through the lease agreement that a team can't relocate if there's an ex- existing lease agreement in place. They're probably just going to time down to a really long lease agreement that kind of just works in perpetuity as they work to sell the team once. Gail Benson is no longer with us. What she's going to do with the proceeds of that sale from the Saints is what's also absolutely incredible. That team will sell for billions of dollars. Billions. Three, four, five, six, maybe more than that. NFL teams don't go up for sale very often, and it will be billions of dollars when the Saints sell. Just the Saints, not in counting the Pelicans, which would sell for probably $2 billion. She's going to put all that money into a foundation that doles it out to charities in the New Orleans area. I've said for a long time when people talk about her potentially selling the team, things like that, she doesn't need the cash. She doesn't need the cash. She has no heirs, right? It's not like she's leaving money to her family and wants her kids to be set for life, which they already would have been if she had any. There's no heirs there. She doesn't need money. She's got all the cash on hand or could get all the cash on hand that she could ever need. So what she's going to do is is largely an extension of the charity work and the philanthropy that she already does, except it's going to be on a significantly larger scale with a foundation the likes of the South hasn't at all doesn't see. There's not very many organizations that are going to have billions in assets like she's going to leave to a charitable foundation to be able to one endow multiple projects, have that money, make more money, and then give that out in terms of charity. It's an incredible thing, and it's something that is uh, that could transform New Orleans and really do an insane amount of good here in the city. So we don't have the specific plans on the Pelicans, but I would assume it's going to be A pretty similar thing. We just saw a similar situation go through with the Utah Jazz. Their owner, Gail Miller, sold the team to someone who's going to keep them in Salt Lake City. And I think they've got a trust set up or a way to set it up that you can't move the team once you buy it. I would assume it'll be very similar to that. For what happened to the Utah Jazz For the New Orleans Pelicans They'll probably be sold Someone wants to be the owner on it And is really going to pay for that And then the proceeds from that Are going to go into that charitable foundation And do a lot of good in the region In the city, probably beyond that too Awesome Pelicans, they're not going anywhere It sounds like the future of both franchises Is very much safe here in New Orleans And it even says it in the article, right? Deslausha is going to be kind of handling everything as the executor of Gail Benson's estate. And look, the goal is ensuring the Saints and Pelicans remain in New Orleans. Really that simple. So don't worry about it anymore. Anyone tries to throw stuff at you, anything like that? Nah, don't, don't worry about it whatsoever. I'm thrilled to hear this. It's what we all expected in the first place. So I'm not saying this is a shock. The charitable part, I think we kind of had an idea it would go that way, but it's really incredible by Gail Benson, and the generosity is transformational. I don't even know if that's a word, Um, but really incredible and should make you as a Pelicans fan, a fan of New Orleans sports, whatever it might be, feel really good, and that's just one thing you don't need to worry about going forward. It's nice to kind of have that taken off the back of your mind. Now, let's just get Zion to stay here as long as humanly possible, and that's kind of the big thing, but let's get into that, right? Success is what's going to keep them here in New Orleans. Let's talk about what Willie Green is trying to do offensively for this team alongside a guy like Mike D'Antoni to try and instill into the players and what might the offense look a little bit more like as we gear up for preseason games and then the start of the regular season for your New Orleans Pelicans. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Sleeper Game Picks. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball is broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required no strategy at all. You just kind of set your lineup. It's a lot of busy work, it sucks. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Picks, and it's only available on Sleeper. You can download their app in the App Store right now. In Game Picks, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. So no busy work of trying to set your lineup, and there's no strategy to that. You just pick the players that are playing that day. That's it. And then you're just bored with the busy work of setting your lineup every single day, and you forget about it. Now you've stopped paying attention to your league. There's no strategy to any of that. Sleeper has created a strategic fantasy basketball game. Your guy has four games that week, three games that week. You need to pick the right one. So you're going to dive into the matchups. You're going to see how he's playing. You're going to get into the stats of the opponent that he's playing. That's how you find your best choice. There's more strategy to that. And as a smart basketball fan already, this is a way to take advantage of all that knowledge that you have. So sleepers crack the fantasy basketball code. So download the sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed in game picks, the most strategic way to play fantasy basketball. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by the Sweat Block Anti-Perspirant Wipes. I've tried these things. These things are often awesome. You don't see any pit stains on me right now. I've got a light kind of bearing down on me. It's still pretty warm out in New Orleans. We had like two days of fall and that was it. But I don't need to worry about sweating. I can talk all I want. I can move my arms all I want. You saw me wearing a white shirt on yesterday's show. I got the light gray on today, the Locked On shirt. And I'm good because of the Sweat Block Anti-Perspirant Wipes. These things are Awesome. I don't even need to worry about them on a daily basis because these things last for seven days per wipe. You just wipe them on. And just do your normal routine, shower in the morning, go to sleep, and they're going to keep you dry. And they have a dry shirt guarantee. So Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry. You get your money back. There's no reason not to try them and eliminate all the worries about excessive sweating. These things are doctor created, doctor recommended, and they've been tested by firefighters. They have 13,000 reviews on Amazon. They're actually the number one bestseller right now in the antiperspirant category on Amazon. And they're stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. So you've really got to give the uh the sweatblock antiperspirant wipes a try. So you can get them at 20% off when you go to sweatblock.com and use promo code locked on. They're also available at Amazon or CVS, but go to sweatblock.com, use promo code locked on and get 20% off your order of sweatblock antiperspirant wipes. All right, we just went over a lot of stuff about Gail Benson. The future of the team seems pretty safe here in New Orleans. Music to my ears, I'm sure music to your ears too, unless you're a hater in which, screw you, they're not going anywhere. My girlfriend's over there, she just flashed the finger. That's what she thinks of you guys that want to move these teams away. It's not going to happen. But what's going to keep Zion here and try and create a lot of success in New Orleans is new head coach Willie Green and what he's trying to instill in his players. And the early returns from training camp are the players are happy. They did not like playing under Stan Van Gundy, a very rigid system, not a lot of freedom for them to make decisions and just kind of play basketball, which is what a lot of these guys want to do. And Willie Green is doing that. And I kind of like what we've heard from him. Josh Hart said it best, freedom. That's the biggest thing. We didn't have that last year. We want everyone to be a threat to make plays, to make plays for others. And I think that's the biggest thing, the freedom. A lot of what Willie Green is trying to do is just snappy decisions. You get the ball and in half a second, point five, you gotta make a decision. You're either shooting, or are passing, or what you're doing with the ball. It's gonna keep the ball constantly moving. It's gonna lead to a lot of like improvisation, right? Making the offense a little bit more unpredictable. Is that guy over there gonna cut because all of a sudden he realized some space? Now he's cutting, you get the ball, you've got half a second to either get it to him or do something else, how do teams try and respond to something like that? It's not that easy, right? Particularly with the quick decision making and if you don't know what's going to be coming. And you're going to be doing this on a court that's spaced way better than it was last season. You've seen it. Schmidt, Dua, put it out there. The Pelicans have a four-point line in practice right now. That's a line that's behind the three-point line that's even further. Guys are good at taking 30-foot threes in the league right now. That's a good shot for a lot of players, I think. And so if you can get guys to stand out there and be a threat 30 feet from the basket, well, it just adds, it makes it a little bit harder to guard you. There's more space between guys, more space to either drive, more space to find an open shooter, whatever it might be. So you're doing this kind of unpredictable, free-flowing offense that's based on snappy decisions, quick reads, and you're doing it when there's more space. This is where a guy like Devontae Graham really, really comes into play. Where a guy like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, if he's able to shoot shoot a shot consistently, really comes into play. That's exciting. The Pelicans were not a three-point threat last year. They were 25th in attempts. They were 26th in three-point percentage. Probably felt worse than that at times, right? Now they're going to be shooting from deeper, meaning you got to guard them further out, which is going to open things up down low for a guy like Zion, for a guy like Valanciunas to be able to kind of work. And we just heard, and we talked about it in yesterday's show, right? Brandon Ingram is trying to play downhill a little bit more this year. He put on more muscle to be the one that delivers the blows in route to the rim and be able to finish there more consistently the court space more for him, he's going to be able to do that and get back to where he was two years ago compared to last season. And that helps mitigate some of the crowding that's going to be around the rim. Teams are still going to try and take away Zion, but now you make him pay. And maybe you create an extra foot of space by that four-point line that the Pelicans are using and knowing that they can shoot from further back and that they have the trust in the head coach to be able to do that. And then you factor in a guy like Mike D'Antoni, a guy that has built tremendous offenses throughout the league the architect of seven seconds or less Suns having worked with david griffin in phoenix but when he was the head coach of the houston rockets and they were one game away from making the nba finals right like two threes away from making the nba finals maybe one made three away from making the nba finals they ran a completely different offense than what he had really been known for More isolation and kind of built around a guy like James Harden. He's very adaptable. It's very clear that he's a very smart offensive mind. So having him in training camp as a coaching consultant or whatever his title is, I think is a really good thing. This is a guy that won't be traveling with the team, isn't going to have like that much input on the day-to-day with these guys, but he's going to help kind of be the architect of what the Pelicans are going to be doing offensively. And everything I just said, right, sounds great for this team. So I'm really excited about what they're going to be able to do offensively and if they can really start to be a threat in the half court as well as in transition, add that three-point shot there and become a threat from there and just blow the doors off of people. They should be a top-five offense, I think, next year, especially when Zion's healthy and not on some sort of bursts or limit or whatever that might be. But the early returns from training camp – Really good. The one thing, the one thing I'm a little bit worried about, and we'll see, right? Basketball IQ being able to make the right read, the right decisions. We've seen some boneheaded stuff from this team at times. Basketball IQ has felt like it's been lacking for a really long time here in New Orleans. But BI is a pretty good passer. So is Zion. You add a smart basketball mind like Valanciunas out there. Josh Hart... You know, we'll see. It depends on his three point shot, but these guys could really take a step forward in that. And if they do, and if maybe this is where the coaching comes in, right? Trying to kind of improve them on all of that, that's where it's really going to pay dividends. And I'm really excited for what they're going to be able to do here in New Orleans, and why I think they could be a top five offense when it comes to uh, the end of the season. And then if they just get their defense to the middle of the pack. Should be, could be a pretty. Scary team, so I'm excited for what they're going to be able to do offensively. I'm looking forward to seeing them in the first preseason game. So coming up, things that annoyed me this week. There's two things in particular that you I I saw clips of. I've talked about it on other podcasts, like hard eye roll. We'll get into that. Looking at you, Stan Van Gundy and Anthony Davis coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that though, this episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. If you work on your car yourself, and look. It's going to save you a ton of money by doing it. And I find it very rewarding and I actually really enjoy working with tools, um, turning a wrench, keeping my cars going or making them exactly how I want them to be. But look, I don't want to be without my car. It's how I get to work. I drive a lot. I'm from Los Angeles originally, so it's like kind of ingrained in me. You can't be without your car. So if you save money by working, them on your se- uh, working on your car yourself, you also want to save money on the parts because that could potentially add up especially if you're not using rockauto.com and going to a chain store instead. Chain stores have different price tiers. If you're a professional mechanic, you're gonna get the part cheaper. And you just coming in off the street to do it yourself or you're gonna pay more, but you won't deal with that at rockauto.com. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. There's no account creation. You can just go on there, find your make, model, year, and order the parts you need for your car. They're gonna show you multiple price points. They're gonna have performance parts, Um, good for brakes, things like that. But other parts you just need to kind of get your car moving and that's it and you don't need to worry about having like a race car and things like that. RockAuto.com is gonna fit your budget and it's just gonna be the cheapest price possible. So don't spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. They have everything you might need. Brake parts, a new steering wheel, if that's just kind of run down and ragged. Lights for all over your car, whatever it might be. Everything you could need, they're going to have, and they're going to have it at a reliably low price. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. And in that, how did you hear about us, box right locked on so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans also brought to you by betonline.ag. Football is back i <laughs> College and football action really starting to ramp up, especially this week. And with the new updated site and interface and even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. And bettors had a field day this past week. Sunday and Monday, bettors just cleaned up over at BetOnline.ag. So head to the website using your mobile device, sign up today, and receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget, use promo code NFL100 or locked on, whether it's Football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season over at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports favorites. All right, things that annoyed me this week. But first, thank you very much for tuning in to Locked On Pelicans and making it your first listen every single day. And for your second listen, go check out the Locked On Saints podcast if you don't already with Ross Jackson, who's just straight up an up-and-coming star when it comes to Saints coverage. I don't think it gets much better than him. He is awesome and my go-to source every single day for all things New Orleans Saints. So, a couple of things that just... Annoyed the absolute hell out of me this week. Let's start with Stan Van Gundy because he's doing his media thing right now. Like, look, he's got a great thing. He's getting paid millions of dollars to not be a, a crappy coach like he was last year. And this is a guy that willingly, willingly chose to play Eric Bledsoe significant minutes. Bledsoe led the team in minutes um, for for whatever reason over a guy like Nikhil Alexander Walker. And then he has like the the audacity. The nerve to go on, I think it was NBA TV, TNT, one of those, maybe it was ESPN, I don't know, and talk about Nikhil Alexander-Walker and how this is a guy who should be a breakout player for the Pelicans this year. Oh, he had a rough last year because he was asked to do too much off the bench, so he didn't look good, but in the right system, the right role, he he should succeed. Yes, Dan. Who put him in the wrong position? Who asked him to do too much off of the bench? You did! Like, What? This is like an epic troll job by, by Stan Van Gundy, and it just makes you wonder, one, how he got hired in the first place. He, look, as much crap as I want to give David Griffin for, for hiring the wrong head coach, very clearly, very clearly, Stan Van Gundy just lied to him and pulled like the wool over this dude's eyes and didn't, like, just, just I, you know what I mean? There's no way. As as down on David Griffin as I am, there's no way he would have hired him if this is the stuff that he thought Stan Van Gundy was going to be doing. And then Stan Van Gundy went out and did it and is now like, oh, I don't know why Nikhil had a bad year last year and all that stuff. You know what? No. That is so freaking annoying and just makes me so annoyed that he was the head coach. And I don't even put this on, on uh, David Griffin anymore. I have it kind of more on Stan Van Gundy for everything. Because, like, sc- screw that guy. You can go on TV and be like, and not, it'd be one thing to be like, you know, I probably used him wrong. We should have done X, Y, and Z with him. And that was a mistake. And own up to it. And he doesn't even do that. Uh, New Orleans used him wrong last year. Whatever it was that he said. Wait, it's you last year. God, that era, the one season of Stan Van Gundy, like he can't be an NBA head coach again, or even an assistant, I think for that matter. Not that he wants to, but no one should hire him after something like that. The other super annoying thing is probably the biggest story coming out of Lakers training camp in media day. And you might've seen this already. And you've said this before yourself. If you're a longtime Pelicans fan, Anthony Davis is going to be starting at The five this year for the Lakers. You know, his natural position. The position he should have been starting at since, what, year three probably in his career? First two years, I can see, no. But year three, he probably should have been a starting five. And he just refused. Didn't want to do it. Hated it. Never really wanted to play that position. And so it forced New Orleans to, to an extent, right? A lot of this is on Dell Dems too. To trade for a guy like Omer Asik. To to pay Omer Oshik. Good move to try and sign DeMarcus Cousins. Yes, but the Alexia Jinsa contract. Other moves. Should have been a five all along. Like the best season the Pelicans had. And the most success in the playoffs they've had. AD was playing the five a lot of the time. Because you had a four that could space the court in Nikola Mirotic. <sighs> This is the year. This is the year, year 10 for him, that he finally starts to understand he needs to play center. Uh, who knows how that would have changed, like the Pelicans franchise, to some degree. You know, we've done what ifs on here before, and like no one really liked that episode, so I'm not going to do more of those. Uh, what if, what if Anthony Davis realized early on in his career, and manned up to this, right, that he needed to play center, yeah, these two things, like just the most obvious freaking thing for Anthony Davis and then Stan Van Gundy being like, oh, I don't know what the Pelicans were doing. Nikhil's in for a breakout year because he was used wrong last year when it's like it's it's the hot dog meme, right? Like we're all trying to find the guy that did this and Stan Van Gundy in the hot dog costume. Man, I'm just gonna—we're gonna end the show on that on that image. Stan Van Gundy in a hot dog contest. So that's gonna do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you for it, making it the first listen every single day. And again, don't forget to make your second listen to the Locked On Saints podcast. As always, I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to wrap up the week. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.